Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode six, and I'm drinking Amaro Sfumato Rebarbaro. Before we get started, I want to remind my listeners why I create this podcast. It's to keep a New Year's resolution to myself to simply drink more. So I'm exploring the world of liquors and liqueurs with you. Also, I strive to be well-researched and educational, entertaining, and consistent in my tastings. I've got a uh, brand new bottle here. I'm going to simply refer to it as Sfumato for the rest of the episode because it's a tongue twister to say Amaro Sfumato Rebabaro all the time. Uh, But hopefully my Italian pronunciations will improve as we go. Uh, But anyway, Sfumato, it's a 750 milliliter bottle I have. Sells for around $20. Uh, It's 20% alcohol by volume, making it 40 proof. And Amaro Sfumato is essentially a bitter Italian liqueur, as all Amaro are, but let's go ahead and open this bottle up. So let's just, there we go, screw cap. As always, my tastings are using a nosing glass that helps the aromas gather up at the top of the glass. I taste liquors and liqueurs neat at room temperature. So let's pour ourselves some. So the aroma of sfumato, uh, you get a, a smokiness to it. It's it's very herbal, a little bit medicinal, which is typical and expected. Coloration, it is cloudy, almost inky. It's it's rather opaque. You cannot see through it. It's uh, brownish, uh, caramel colored. Uh, it's got some alcohol tears as I swirl it, but yeah, uh, it's a, a brown caramel color and quite cloudy, uh, but it's fresh out of the bottle nonetheless. All right, so let's give it a taste. I've had sfumato a number of times. It's far from my first time, but uh, we'll try it here. Mm. Smokiness. Uh, It's slightly bitter. I'd call it bittersweet. It's not all that bitter. There is some orange zest, spicy, herbal. It's quite complex. Very good, though. Not being all that uh, high proof, it's very drinkable, but it's uh, got a complex, very pleasant flavor. It's bitter, but sweet, and it's got a very pleasant smokiness. One of the things about Sfumato, as you drink more of it, uh, it's so complex as far as the flavor profile. It It's very pleasant to drink and just kind of sip on. Uh, as an Amaro, it's meant to be consumed after a meal, and I'll tell you a bit more about Amaro in just a bit. So I discovered Sfumato on an Amaro menu at a local watering hole, the Fireside Bar in Northwest Portland. Fireside Bar is a place that I would end up after board meetings that I'm a member of a a board and a number of us would hit that place for drinks after an evening board meeting. And the Fireside Bar is in an old music store location, but they remodeled it, added a number of fireplaces in it, so you can actually sit Fireside. And so I was just randomly ordering various Amaro off their Amaro menu, just kind of blindly tasting them, having them served neat. And Sfumato is one that I really enjoyed. Interesting thing, I think I've mentioned this before, is oftentimes I've found 
found I'll have servers bring me the bottle if it's an interesting drink that's not that frequently ordered. And that has been the case at the fireside. Uh, I've got a picture I'll post on uh, social media of the bottle I took in early January, which is about four months ago now when I first had it. And I liked it so much I had to take a picture so I could track this thing down at a later date. And so Sfumato is a favorite of mine. And I was introduced to it just random luck off of the menu, essentially. But uh, the bar of the fireside, they curated it for me because Amaro is a wide variety of liqueurs. Sfumato is an Amaro. An Amaro is a classification of liqueurs. The word itself is an Italian word, and it translates to bitter. But it's more than just bitter. I got a great reference book named Amaro, The Spirited World of Bittersweet Herbal Liqueurs. And this book was written by Brad Thomas Parsons and published in 2016. And to quote Mr. Parsons, he's got a great definition of what Amaro is, because it's it's rather loose, as we'll find out. Uh, Mr. Parsons says, Generally speaking, Amaro refers to the collective class of Italian-made aromatic, herbal, bittersweet liqueurs traditionally served as a digestif after a meal. And the reason you would have a bitter drink after a meal uh, to act as a digestif is the theory is that humans evolve to dislike and avoid bitter things because bitter as a taste is very kind of jarring and, and shocking and not a lot of people gravitate towards bitter as a, a flavor profile that they prefer. And the reason being is it's theorized that most bitter things could be harmful to you. If you ate something bitter, it's either not ripe or maybe is poisonous. And so your body reacts by kicking in the digestive system, kind of kicks it up a notch. You'll start to salivate a little more and get sort of the digestive juices going. And so Italians quite some time ago figured out, hey, if we have a safe bittering agent and mix it with some uh, other flavors and some alcohol, a small amount after a heavy meal will sort of get the digestive juices going and you'll feel better, you'll digest better, uh, and that's why you have a digestif. The counterpoint is if you just want to sort of start off ahead of time, you'll have an aperitivo. Uh, and so Amaro can be consumed before a meal as an aperitivo or after a meal as a digestif. And as I said, Amaro is a very kind of loosely defined category. In fact, there are essentially no rules other than the fact it needs to be bitter in some regard. But the bitterness can range from really sweet, like Sfumato is quite sweet, slightly bitter, to a real pucker factor bitter that is just bracing. And Amaro also tends to be a lower proof as a liqueur. They'll often range between about 16 to 40% alcohol by volume. Sfumato is on the lower end at 20%. And so you get a big range of options and flavor profiles. They're all over the map as far as what Amaro is. Again, the only kind of deciding factor is it has to be bitter. And Amaro is not exclusively Italian either. That's where the name comes from, an Italian word. But many other European countries also have bitter uh, liqueurs that are consumed as digestifs or aperitifs. Germany has Jägermeister, for example. Uh, Hungary has got Unicum. And there's others that kind of fall into the classification of a bitter herbal liqueur. So uh, the Italians have embraced it and they produce hundreds of Amaro. And as a category, it, it therefore is just so diverse. There's a lot of differences available and it's really worth exploring.
And the last thing on Amaro is, again, there's no rules. There's no kind of terroir. There's no specific area that has to be produced. In episode four, I did Tequila El Himidor. Uh, that very specifically can only be referred to as tequila if it's made in one of the tequila states in Mexico. Amaro, you can make Amaro in Chicago. You can make it in Rome. You can make it anywhere, and it can be referred to as Amaro. There's no sort of rules. And as I mentioned, the reference book Amaro was published in 2016. That is prior to when Sfumato was first imported into the United States. Because the book Amaro, which I'll have a link to in the show notes, that book categorized all the available Amaro in the U.S. at the time of publication. Sfumato is not listed because it was first brought into the States in 2017. So it just kind of missed the cut for the book. So sfumato is another Italian word. It translates to smoky or smoked. Uh, It describes the flavor of the amaro as being smoky. It also references Renaissance painting technique where you gradually blend shades to have a softened edge to kind of have a, a smoky look to it. So sfumato is an Italian word that's quite descriptive of this lovely amaro. And as we're defining the entire nomenclature of Amaro Sfumato Rebarbaro, the last one is a bit of a mouthful, Rebarbaro, and that translates to rhubarb. And the rhubarb is what makes this uh, bitter liqueur or bittersweet in the case of Sfumato. It's using a Chinese rhubarb where only the root is edible, the, the leaves and the stems are poisonous, so you shouldn't even feed them to animals. Uh, but the Chinese rhubarb, they grow it in the region where Sfumato is made. It's said that if you cut a fresh Chinese rhubarb root, it smells exactly like Sfumato. So like most Amaro, sfumato is made by macerating a proprietary mixture of herbs and botanicals and a neutral spirit. And almost no Amaro is going to disclose the ingredients list. It's always a closely guarded family secret or, you know, traditional recipe handed down from generation to generation. Oftentimes you will get the primary bittering agent uh, named. So in the case of Sfumato, it's Rebabaro, which tells you it's a rhubarb Amaro. And there's others that are rhubarb based, but Sfumato is very smoky, quite good. Sfumato is made in Italy. Uh, It is made by Capaletti. The full name is Antica Herboristeia Capaletti. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, but uh, that essentially translates to, I believe it's ancient herbalist Capaletti, which is the family name. So Capaletti as a brand, they make a number of Amaros, Aperitivos, they make Vermouth, Grappa. They're probably best known in the United States for their ruby red wine-based liqueur, which is a vino aperitivo or simply Capaletti aperitivo. It's in a distinctive kind of triangular shape, kind of squat red bottle. It's a good substitute for Campari or Aperol in a Negroni. Capaletti, the distillery, was founded in 1906 in the northern part of Italy in the Trento region, which is very mountainous. Production is all done in-house by the fourth generation of the Capaletti family. Uh, Currently, it's headed by Luigi and Maddalena Capaletti. Unfortunately, I've been unable to determine how long Sfumato has been manufactured. I have the sense that it's not a new product, but it is new to the United States, only beginning to be imported in 2017 by a distributor named Alpens, or Haas Alpens. So that's about as much of a backstory as I could find on Sfumato, the history. 
I will feature many more Amaro in future episodes, so I'll be talking about them more in detail. Sfumato, like most Amaro, is perfectly served neat at room temperature. It may benefit from being chilled, but I actually like the aromas and flavors of it kind of at room temperature. Too cold would kind of mute the flavor, I think. But beyond drinking it neat as a digestif, Sumato does work quite well in cocktails. It'll lend a smokiness to it. goes well with whiskeys or bourbons. Uh, there's one recipe that I saw that sounded quite good called a campfire sour. And most of the cocktail names have smoke or fire or something in them really denoting that this Amaro is being used for the smoky element in it. So I'll list a few recipes on the show notes and link to even more if you like. So in summary, what do I think of Sfumato? I really enjoy this. It's very easy drinking. You know, it, it's got a bit of alcohol to it, but not too much kick. You can enjoy quite a bit uh, without worrying about becoming drunk, which is nice. It is very good after a fine meal. Really nice just to sip on. If you have not tried it, I recommend that you go request it at a bar or pick yourself up a bottle. Don't be alarmed at the cloudiness of it or really be afraid of bitter liqueurs as a category. Give Amaro a shot. They're all quite good. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on the website, Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur. Please follow us on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Please let me know, as always, if I've totally butchered your native language and mispronounced Italian throughout this episode. I would be happy to be corrected. And let me know if you've got a particular favorite Amaro you would like me to feature on a future episode. Thank you for listening.